0: In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount.
1: Um, and the other one uh, that uh, what she had... Was a, it Never Tear Us Apart? Yes. 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 yes.
2: Tear Us Apart. <laughs> I <Yeah>. love that <laughs>
1: song. <laughs> boom, 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 He was in a bum, bum, movie, like Dracula... saxophone
2: boom. solo in the middle. Oh metal. my, it's yeah. a,
1: I mean, it is filthy. Great. It is so good. You know... If we're going to have to like bash on the 80s for a thing, can we make it for the fact that they used saxophone so much that we can't use it anymore? Oh, my God. I
2: That's feel enough.
3: so unsure. The the, the, the saxophone <laughs> in that one. I don't As think I, I know that one. Your- yes, you do. I'm Never Gonna Dance Again by Wham. Oh, ah. that one. Auto.
1: Yes, yeah. Wham- super famous careless <laughs> whisper yeah but we did we ruined the saxophone for later generations yeah because we oh.
2: used it all up and no, one can, fall, <laughs> no, no, no one, one can possibly it. follow it baker street it.
1: <laughs> oh baker street's so good yes love that one have you heard the um the foo fighters cover of baker street where they uh-huh. use guitar instead of the saxophone i don't love foo fighters Reasonably? no i don't either they can put coffee to sleep which yeah. is weird for a band <laughs> that, that came out of like nirvana
2: yeah right exactly the the whole well it's kind,
1: of, it's kind of like the way i feel about audio slave like on paper, careful. On paper, <laughs> audio slave should work. On paper
0: I think it does very often.
1: I cannot stand them. Well, I just for I've, some reason. I'm not a fan
0: of Tom Morello, his style.
1: Okay, sure, sure, sure. I yeah. get it. So you think that he kind of keeps a little bit that under wraps more on the audio slave stuff and makes it more listenable and yeah. less silly?
0: Uh, in some songs. Well, the other
1: thing I was noting not too long ago is the talk box. The '70s ruined the talk oh, yeah. box. I oh, mean, yeah. very Frampton. few bands have like kind of done anything with it. Didn't uh, but Did Weezer not like
2: those. dabble in talk box a little bit, like on Beverly Hills and stuff like um, that? I, Weezer didn't release any music well, well, after Pinkerton,
1: well, well. Gotcha. so <laughs> there's a. Have you seen the SNL skit about that? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: the and how they all, what was the one song they all agreed on? I forget.
1: I don't remember. I At don't the remember.
2: end, one song comes on, they're all like.
1: That one's all right. All right, are you all ready?
2: <laughs> Quick jump And in. then there's this one. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. What are we doing, though? I can't we're, remember. We're
2: supposed to stab the guy with a spear.
0: You're trying to complete the work needed to finish the spear. Okay,
3: okay, yeah, yes.
2: Yeah, got So steal, Hild- the guardian of the galaxy or something.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: think that's what we're <laughs> <laughs> Killed Thanos. is here with you. We're to kill Thanos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, she has guided you roughly to where she knew the city was based on her studies, but then you had to find... But
2: that's right. But we, I saw, we saw Elvish like scrolling on something.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. And we're getting ready to
2: go through... And we don't know what it is because... Yeah, we're like, what in the world is that? What's an elf? Yeah.
0: Okay. So does that get your minds back yes. to yeah, where basically. we were? Yeah, basically. Basically. Are we supposed to bless it with some blood or something? Yeah, yeah we, with the
2: spearhead? We, we blessed it,
1: but we gotta get some some Yeah, we have to. we supposed
2: to, What is it? is it? Stabbing who? The, the guardian of something of the lost city? Yes. Yes, the guardian of the lost city. We're supposed to stab him. Why? Is but wait a, that... a minute! It's gonna be an elf.
1: We don't know that.
2: It, yes, it is.
1: <laughs> well, I'm not gonna stab an elf. I don't that's know what a, they look that's like. the
2: dilemma. Oh no. Well, I'm oh not no.
1: Be, we're not stabbing elves to make weapons.
3: Well, we never know. Maybe the elf is a jerk. <laughs> okay, you know so what? I am gonna stab so, you. Okay. Only <laughs> only if the elf is a jerk. <laughs> okay, agreed,
2: agreed.
0: Before we get to all that stuff, we had not one, not two, but three reviews come in. Ooh. I knew there was one, don't open it. Oh. This is for Michael, and this is for you, Jeremy. I knew we had one waiting for us, so last night as I was preparing for today, I went to uh iTunes and went to go get the text of the review, and there were two more waiting for us. So, Michael, why don't we start with yours?
3: Okay. One of three clean D&D podcasts I am caught up to. A five-star review by 3Quote83. Is it typographer's quotes or is it straight quotes? Straight. Straight. No, no. I'm 11 now. I suggest that Michael listen to Improv Table Talk because there is someone else who is very interested in food and its tastes. It's also just a good podcast.
0: I guess the also means that we're in the club of good podcasts, and we're thankful that you're all caught up on ours, three quote 83. And uh, we're just thankful that you took the time to leave that for us. Jeremy, why don't you go with yours?
1: The title of this review is Great. It is a five-star review by Dart and Pouncer. Dart and Pouncer. Darton Pouncer. Maybe that's the last. <laughs> I don't know. Her <laughs> and Pouncer. Bob Darton Pouncer. <laughs> Hang on. There's a space before the end, so I think it means to be both. But more like Guns and Roses. No, yeah, and just, Guns mm. and
0: Roses. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, no, that's, hey. an ampersand. that's an ampersand.
1: Dart and Pouncer. Other than make-believe heroes... This is the only clean D&D podcast, see, not one of three, only clean D&D podcast I have found and enjoyed. We're in a class by ourselves. It is different from standard D&D, especially with the lack of magic, but it brings the story together, making it different. They have a cool story. Only thing I would recommend would be to get one more player.
0: We have been through several people that we've <laughs> tried to talk to about playing. No, is
1: that
3: interesting? Was that when like, did they come <laughs> yeah, in when it was well, just her are
0: they and I? Or? Up or? Yeah, I, I don't remember. Uh, it's fairly recent. So I think Yeah. unless this person's not caught up, Right. Uh, then my big concern with another person is in addition to having to add to our setup, yeah, it's the editing time. Yeah, it adds so, a whole other track. Dart and Pouncer, if you care to edit our tracks for us, we <laughs> will add another player.
1: Or if you could free any of our schedules up, because another person just means one more schedule. one more yeah. schedule yes, to have
2: to account for. Yes, yeah. Indeed,
3: they, they could buy take us a over, bigger kitchen table.
1: They could take over Thump's character too,
3: mm-hmm. and not oh, have to be played true. by uh, yeah, by me. But yep, and maybe you get Thump could find his voice, ooh, because <laughs> he can talk
2: under certain circumstances, <laughs> yeah. apparently.
0: And Meredith.
2: Okay. All right. All right. The title of this review is "Just Finished Season Three and Determined to Catch Up." It is a five-star review by PetsFan. I introduced my son to D&D. Now he teaches me about it. He introduced me to this podcast and demanded that I listen, and I'm so glad that he did. <laughs> Love the podcast, the camaraderie, and the world-building. Like Bash, I miss Thane, but enjoy the development of Farron. Enjoyed watching Meredith start with Tira as a rookie player and now turn into a D&D vet. I don't know about that, but thanks.
0: taking care of Bash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bash sitting.
2: I agree with Michael that this should be turned into a book, actually a series with potential offshoot series. Rhett, you are talented. Make it happen. Thanks for telling a great family-friendly fantasy story.
0: That would be something. Yeah. That would be. Thanks for taking the time to share that with mm-hmm. us. We appreciate all of our listeners You know, if you have a moment, if you've not yet rated or reviewed us, we sure would love to hear from you in any of those ways. And of course, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Blue Sky at Stack of Dice. You can email us at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And of course, we have our Discord server. Speaking of Discord, we have a question. The question today is, describe a time when your character was sick. This is a question from Brandon on our Discord server. So thinking of your character, just come up with some time that was meaningful in your character's life in which your character was sick and maybe how your character dealt with it or got through it.
1: So when Sekhmet had first gotten to Karabi, uh, he had just escaped from slavery mm-hmm. and he was, and he was quite ill. Uh, the change in temperature, change in weather from his, you know, natural desert climb plus yeah. the, the cross across the uh, stowing away on a ship and getting over to the Island uh, rendered him sick for a very long time. Uh, that was one of the first times that he learned uh, to raid the garbage pails behind the food stalls. Mm. And so he developed a taste for a lot of the local foods. Um, but it was tainted, however, by the fact that he was often ill. So that's why Sekmet does like to eat, but he likes to eat quietly. He likes to hide his food, and he doesn't have the taste for food that Bash does. And he's gluten intolerant. Ah, um, So he can't have bread. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. What do you mean? No, no, gluten intolerance. I, I can't have bread around certain people. Oh, okay, but if okay, by okay, myself, it's by myself, okay, okay. What's your sickness?
0: You. <laughs> and she's down with it. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah down with the sickness. Ooh, uh, uh, uh.
2: <laughs> okay. I have mine. Go for it.
3: Okay. So Bash was born. I, a lot of this won't be known because we haven't covered it. But mm. Bash was born prematurely, and he was actually a quite sickly baby. Mm. And um, it wasn't until when he was a toddler, when he was hit or struck, and the piece of star stone went into his chest, that it actually built his his immune system and fortitude a little bit better. And so since then, he has a pretty robust immune system. He doesn't really get sick. He just but but as far as sickness is concerned, he had a hard time as a as a child um, until that until that moment.
0: It's that crust of dirt around you that keeps all the germs out. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly.
3: <laughs> it's my it's my field of protection. That's right.
1: Kind of like Pigpen.
3: Yeah. Yes, exactly.
0: Like <laughs>
2: yes, his little cloud. Yeah,
0: your voice is not gravelly enough, you
2: <laughs> Maybe it was when he was little.
0: Gravelly voice bash. That, that would be would something. Be it would be great. Cute. Wouldn't that be so cool to have like little kids come in and play young yes. Tira bash and segment? Yes. That would just, be
3: like, uh, just like Charlie Brown.
0: Yeah. We
1: could have like the adults all go say,
0: wah, womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the three of you are yeah. the adults and you're. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Tira's sickness.
2: Um. I feel like it should involve her mother taking care of her. Maybe one of the first times that Tira was allowed to go down into the delve to accompany maybe her her parents as she was being trained up in how to work down there. Wait, did she work down there? I mean, she's like the chieftain's daughter.
0: Well, oversight maybe.
2: I mean, I was yeah, I was in there obviously because I was there when it collapsed. So, one of the first times she went down because she had been Reared up somewhat carefully as the chieftain's daughter, as the next leader of the clan. Her first lung full of <laughs> sooty cave brought her down with something, and it was just a good memory of her mother staying by her, which just made it more bitter when she couldn't save her from the delve the way her mom had saved her.
0: Okay. And I guess for Thump, when he had his tail removed, he actually got an infection that laid him out. And he was on the verge of being killed as a worthless slave when he was smuggled away long enough to recover and then reintroduced. Uh, somehow he was brought back. And um, so he has a lot of terrible youth memories uh, that haunt him. So that's Thump's background. But
3: that was back when he was a real wee thing. Yeah. And remember he was traded to that guy in the pub named, was his name was named Hagrid. Yeah. And, um, and Hagrid raised him at least for a little bit I think yeah. until, I until the that. professor of that school he was working at made him oh, give him
2: away or something. Me, look he knows his mummy <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for the question Brandon stackers if you have any questions for us we sure would love to get those from you again you can contact us through the means we've already discussed probably the easiest way to get questions to us is on our discord server if you're not a member there please do sign up we would love to see you there with that Hello, stackers. Thank you for joining us around our table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition D&D adventure. The adventurers are assembled. I am Rhett the DM, and with me is...
2: Meredith as Tier Ironstag.
3: Michael as Womberbash Benson Bensonmum. And
1: Jeremy as Versatile. Uh, <laughs> 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 also, Rhett is also Thump. So yes, let's give this oh. so and Rhett is Thump. We, we forget Thump too often.
2: We
0: do. That is true. Who is ready to tell a story? Me. Me we are.
1: Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them, and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon.
2: Previously on Stack of Dice.
0: I have some knowledge of where to go but the sagas the stories that we tell are not perfectly clear on where the lost city might be i say we go to the left do any of the other tribes
1: have uh uh, locations or outposts this direction
0: um no not necessarily i think of the chieftains assembled here they mostly would have come from the right the scenic route
1: i think let's take the straight route something down there was moving
3: Womber Bash digs his hand in his bag. He's feeling around a little bit until he feels one of the, extra, I think he has two extra star stones. Mm. He, he takes it out and says, hey, Segmat, can you hold this?
1: Sure. Is it, uh, oh, uh,
0: what, thank, thank you. This is much, much, much better. As you reach to stow it, uh, you notice a couple things. First of all, the stone is a dull, flat gray in your hand. And then as you go to release it into whatever pouch or pocket, Uh, It does not detach from your hand. In fact, it seems to sink into it. What did you... Your forehead is tingling.
2: (sighs) You said you're handy with a dagger, and and I've seen that you are. But that's target practice. Have you ever killed anybody? Killed? Have you ever even struck a person? No. Target practice and striking a person with a dagger are two completely different things. I don't know if you're ready. Take your dagger out. Show me how you hold it if you were facing an enemy. Okay, don't raise it over your head like that. Why? Keep it at your shoulder so that you can put muscle from your shoulder into the strike. Over your head, anyone can knock it out of your hand. Uh, Stab me in the leg. What? Stab me in the leg.
0: And then you emerge from the canyon to find yourselves in a wide valley. The temperature seems considerably warmer here. In fact, it almost feels a bit like summer weather with a lazy warmth just pushing at the cool of the spring you've left behind you. A stillness pervades the air. It's not the quiet of watchfulness, necessarily, but it does feel as though your movements are disturbing… something. You stand at the upper end of a long, green sward of short grass that gently descends toward a lake with stately cliffs rising to its right. Perched atop the bluff are the ruined remains of a tower and a long house that stretches away from you into a tumble of bracken. Even from this distance, you're able to tell that the tower's footing is made from large blocks of closely-fitted stone, and a trickle of smoke rises from somewhere within the ruins. A delicious breeze picks at your clothing. Its touch is warm enough to entice your hand to loosen the cloak about your neck, and cool enough to prevent you from actually following through you find that you are thoroughly comfortable. Already the memory of the chill of the spring mountain trail you left behind a few moments ago is beginning to break up like morning mist under the rising sun. As a reminder, there is a stillness in the air that causes you to feel that any sound, the metallic clink of armor, a raised voice, even a sigh, might be disturbing something almost sacred. Near at hand, Perhaps a half mile ahead on the right, a long lake glistens at the foot of a short limestone cliff that rises about fifty feet high along the right shore. Atop it are the remains of a round tower and the tumbled walls of a long house. From somewhere inside the ruins comes a faint trail of wood smoke. And ahead of you, of course, stretches the valley. Dark vines sprawl everywhere, but not so thickly that you can't make out masonry beneath them. The gleam of white stones pierce through the vegetation in the golden light of the sun overhead. The birds you saw darting about over the distant tangle have disappeared somewhere in the thickets. Finally, at the distant end of the valley, which may be two or more miles distant, the vine-shrouded ruin seemed to end where the steep, rubble-covered slopes of a far peak vault upward. The height casts deep shadow, its forbidding aspect unusual in this otherwise happy place. The upper reach of its stony face is covered in blue-white snow that seems to withstand the gentle glow of the cheery sun. You are standing there.
3: Bash takes off running toward this this uh, this place. He sees what? the smoke coming out, okay. and he wants to go see if there's food there.
0: Bash leaves know. you. There is a short, sharp smell of struck match, and Thump starts after Womber Bash. Oh, goodness gracious. About Greece. maybe... Five or ten steps behind as he comes to the realization that Bash is leaving Tyr,
1: go ahead, let's keep moving I'll bring up the rear go go go
0: Where are they going?
2: I don't know right. uh, my guess is Bash saw the fire I'll, I'll I'll try and get to him, but before he gets there, Tyr will take off it's It's hard to she's she's hard hard pressed as to how to how to follow because, like you said, feels like that the movement will be disruptive, but she can't just let Bash go running off, and so she's tr- she's like holding her axe at her side so that it won't be clanking against her at all, and trying to step carefully, like like running on her toes.
0: As you move, any noises you do make seem to soak into the ground somewhat. All right. Uh, so it's noticing
2: diminished. that she 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 picks up her pace a little bit.
0: And Segmet, you're following. Sek- Tara. Sekhmet
1: is kind of keeping back, but also keeping his eyes up and looking. Uh, eyes darting back and forth, trying to look for anything that's going on. You said there was a lake on one side, and then there was a a, a, spy, a, a, a cliff that came up above it. That's on right. On the right side,
0: about a half mile ahead to the right is a lake. You're you're on an elevated position, and so the lake is visible from where you are.
1: About how far is the lake from the 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 tower and the longhouse?
0: They are on the cliff above the lake.
1: Okay, so they're in the, they're above the lake.
0: Yep. Okay.
2: What is your speed, Bash?
0: Uh, uh,
1: Thirty.
2: Okay, minus thirty five. Can we say I catch up to him?
0: Yeah, and Hild is. She thought she would have an easy time jogging alongside you, and you leave her behind.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: so she ends up trailing you. Segment.
2: Uh, so I catch up to Bash after I don't know 50, 100 yards, maybe, and grab Bash. Stop! What, uh, and she grabs him by the shoulders. He comes like comes around in front of him, grabs him by the shoulders. Well, I, there might be food Shh, over there. Keep I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You have food in your pack.
3: I ate it. True, I mean, true. I, it doesn't look dangerous. I, I just want to see if there's somebody over there with a fire. Like, I might be able to find some food.
2: Bash, listen to me. This is important. Wait till Held catches up.
0: She does, along with Sekhmet.
1: Is there, um, so is there anything as we move through this? Are there any animals? Is there any? So we've birds real far ahead. Yeah. Are, are we seeing any other kind of like signs of wildlife in them? Because we we've got a, a lake here. We have a grassy Mm -hmm, valley. mm -hmm. Obviously, I mean, you would expect like little like (laughs) rabbits and squirrels to be crossing our path, kind of like Zelda.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No rabbits or squirrels initially. Perhaps with your perception, you see a ripple or two out in the water of the lake.
1: But Um, but we don't see any kind of larger animals in the sky. Yeah, nothing
0: feels off. It just feels very Very still and quiet and and peaceful. I I think I can smell some. I think I can smell something.
2: Bash, keep yeah, your voice yeah. down.
1: Yes, there's smoke, for and it's right there. Can,
2: for once, can you not think with your stomach?
1: <laughs> I'm reminded of uh, there's a there's a chewy joke in there. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> if there's a fire, that means there's someone here. If there's someone here, they may be hostile. This looks like a nice place, uh, but 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 not everybody in nice places is nice.
2: Bash, don't forget, we're here to do a certain job. Now, I'm as eager to get it done as you are, but let's find out if we're even in the right place or if we need to go on. What is going on? Please, trust me.
1: We are moving toward the fire because we want to find out, but we have to do this
0: cautiously. Well, can we go?
2: Hild is caught up.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. She was with segment.
2: Hild, do you know this place?
0: No one that I know has ever been to this valley.
2: But you've studied, you've you've been researching the location of this lost city. Does this fit the description? Does this fit anything in your notes?
0: It fits the description, although I am surprised to see so much still here.
1: Was it here a long time ago?
0: Many, many centuries have passed since the writings I have are quite, quite old.
2: Were you expecting a ruin?
0: More than this, yes.
2: It's possible that you don't have the most accurate information, then this may be a thriving area.
0: Or possibly that
1: something is keeping things from falling apart, faster than they are. Yes, we know it is smoke. When we get closer to the stones, you'll know something about the stones from your uh, work upon because them. Because
0: you're a dwarf. <laughs> and dwarfs know stones.
1: Hey! How dare you assume I am... <laughs> How dare you, sir? <laughs>
2: I should when, be able to tell something, w- when yes. When we get
1: closer... Well, Sekhmet was able to kind of see her, kind of like read all the rocks up, up, up on the, up on the thing before we get in. So you seem to be know something about stone. So hopefully, when we get closer, we'll know something. But this, it feels awfully protected. It's warmer here. It's quieter here. This is meant. uh, This is meant to be something that's not natural.
2: It's meant to stay hidden, I think.
1: Well, we've already ruined that part. Wilmer Bash doesn't run,
3: but he's already kind of walking towards them. Tira to her. grabs him by the <laughs> hand, kind of like slowly. He's like, R-.
2: Tira sees him out of the corner of her eye, starting to move off. She takes him by the hand. Bash, you stay with me.
0: I can hear a violin playing as he goes. Um,
2: do we have like a direct? Are we? There's nothing between us and that little, the little shack or the the ruin that's got this the the smoke. You said the tower.
0: This is going to take some explaining. Okay. You are on a decline. Yes. The decline, if you if you stayed to the right, you would basically be on top of the cliffs. Right. Or if you continue down the, the lawn that you're on, you would go down to the lake. Okay. So it's easy. You don't have to climb the cliff to get up to where the ruins right, are. Right. You just
2: have to kind of stay up and we would walk along it. Yes. So the ruins are up on the cliff. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. And then the lake is at the bottom. So all the, the stonework and all the vines and everything that we were seeing are up here.
1: Or are they below the are they in the lake?
0: The ruins are on top of the cliff above the lake. Yes. The vines, for the most part, are out in the valley down below where the major ruins are.
2: Past the lake.
0: Past the lake. Got it.
1: Is the lake impeding us from getting to the other ruins? Nope. So there's it's this- a very
0: narrow lake. I would be surprised if it's more than a quarter mile wide. Okay.
2: Here we look at Sekhmet, what do you think? Well, you head for the ruins or head down into the valley?
1: Having the high ground is always going to be smarter. If we're down in the valley, we are, that means that we're easy pickings. The fire is up on the cliff. That means that these two pieces of evidence together means that it would be foolish to go down first and be under the watch of whoever is making the fire up above.
2: Good point. All right, Hild?
1: Also, if we don't go where the fire is... Uh, Bash may drown us in the lake.
2: <laughs> I suppose we should eliminate that possibility first.
1: I would like to spend five psi points.
3: And I'm going to take on keen senses and perfect senses. Okay. Keen senses heighten my eyes and then my ears, um, and I also gain uh, advantage on perception checks. And then perfect senses, you gain the uh, keen sense of smell and detect of prey. Uh, and also, I can see invisible creatures, objects within ten to ten feet, and all that other stuff, even if I'm blinded. All right, and I'm, what I'm going to do is is just try to like see if there's like danger, but I'm also trying to detect to see if I smell food if I see anything that's like nefarious.
0: Okay, if you will roll with advantage. Okay. Well, what is, what is the mechanical effect of all of that?
3: Um, it just says your eyes and ears become more sensitive. You gain advantage on Wisdom perception checks.
0: Okay, that's perfect. That's exactly what I had in mind. So okay. Wisdom perception. And we'll see what happens.
3: I'm going to use the table because I don't want my Water. dice to be confined. Okay. <laughs> I <love it>.
2: <laughs> well, you get the fifteen. Yeah, fifteen
3: plus um, eighteen.
0: Definite traces of food in yes. the air. <laughs> yes. Uh, it smells Smells uh, like a mixture of fish and Ooh. meat. Okay. And do
3: I detect any? Is, it, is there? Uh, do I feel danger, or is there any danger I can? See? No
0: sense of danger. Still, it's. You almost feel like you're losing your sense of wariness here.
3: Okay. Yeah, I smell it. I smell it. Um, I, I smell fish, and I think there's some other meats over there, I, and uh, it doesn't look dangerous. I, you know, and so I, I come, I'm kind of pulling away from Tira to go to a closer. I don't sense any danger at all. Um,
2: okay, <laughs> definitely,
0: so. definitely. You hear Bash's stomach. Right,
2: right, right. So I keep trying to find a way to call on my danger sense but it doesn't really it doesn't ever seem like it we encounter anything that is going to basically just says you gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be giving you an edge when you dodge away from danger you have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that you can see such as traps and spells
3: so can she just say i invoke my danger sense yeah. well, no, that, that, no that just <laughs> every time when- i've
2: done that you've been like yeah it doesn't apply here <laughs>
0: Because it hasn't. It, it's kind of like here. I mean, if you want to basically... Your, your senses are always jangling. You're always alert. So in this case, if something comes along that requires a dexterity saving throw, mm-hmm. you will get that ability. Okay. But it doesn't give you perception enhancement. Uh, you're just aware of incoming danger, basically. Okay.
2: Okay. I well, like the idea, though. Yeah. Um, so with... Bash straining against her grasp. She lets go. (laughs) No, I'm not going to let go. You can (laughs) strain all you want, dude. You're not getting away from me. I am like ten times stronger than you. No, but it seems really
3: safe here. It seems really safe.
2: We're going to go, but we're not going to run in. Just stay by me. Do you smell that? Okay, I have to say something outside of game real quick. I think you need to be careful about turning Bash into a one-note character. For the last several games, all you've talked about is eating. Everything Bash has ever done, everywhere we've been, is he's looking for food. He's looking for food. He's looking there, for there's food. There's a method
3: to my madness.
2: Okay. It just it, did, it feels like it didn't used to be that way. And because uh, I'm going back and listening to the tracks, and literally for several games in a row now, you've talked about nothing but finding food.
3: so so Bash is getting quite powerful, but he can't use his abilities if he doesn't like store up food. And so and if I use it for any good period of time. I have to replenish. Otherwise, I won't be able to, to do anything. That's, that's sort of where I've been going with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's my, that's my yeah, that, that's why I'm constantly eating all the time is because if I don't, I won't be able to do any, anything. Okay. My abilities okay. will be
1: diminished. That's fine. He has high metabolism. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. I, I, I won't have the energy to transform or do any of these things unless I actually take in th- that sustenance. I'm just, I'm
1: just, um, okay, so Sekhmet's we can go. kind of keeping up the, the rear. I mean, as you guys are kind of moving up, yeah, the, we're going. Up, the, up the hill, Sekhmet's just kind of making sure he pays attention to anything that's going on. This feels too easy for Sekhmet. He's never had an easy situation. This feels like a trap.
0: And right now, no wonder you're standing out in the open. You're yeah. in the middle of a big, what amounts to a half mile wide yard. That's a They're, trap. There's no like there's no is. trees around you. there's no tall grass mm-hmm. you're just you're on a manicured lawn, so to speak mm-hmm. uh, the nearest concealment that you can see are trees that stand somewhere to the right and behind the ruins atop the cliff, and then of course the ruined city straight ahead
2: okay, well, we're gonna head up along the cliff's edge to um go to where we see the smoke rising.
0: okay. you take the high road
2: and I'll take the low road, uh-huh.
0: And within about five minutes, you're approaching. Just, one, just once
1: before we get any further, as we're getting close to it, I'm going to see if I can take a, a look around quietly. to see if I can see anything, uh, either on the ground level or possibly anything in the upper levels. I, I can go with you if you no, want. No, you can stay right here is what you can do. Ash,
2: stay with me. Yeah, why
1: don't you uh, stay with your handler for a minute? I just want to make sure if we're going to be going in, I want to know what's going on. If there's food, I will come back and I will tell you I can smell it already I know I, there's you food. can smell it, but i'm gonna I'm gonna find out where it is so you can get there faster. How about that Work for you okay, good so I'm gonna um how far are are we close enough for me to kind of do a little lap?
0: Yeah, you're about fifty yards short of the ruined tower, and then beyond that is the shell of the house.
1: is there a way to walk around the edge without hitting the cliff?
0: Yes, it's tight but okay. yes
1: I'm gonna. So segment's going to try to do one lap around uh, around the base. Okay. I'm going to try to do it as stealthily as possible. And you roll it.
0: Yep, you need to roll. And uh, make sure you... I think that's one that you have expertise on. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, so go for it. And
1: I can't roll less than a, a 10, so... Probably fine. Okay, well, that was a nat 20. Yes! <laughs> Nat 20. Self-check. Do you see
2: anything? Sakmet <laughs> turns invisible and slinks along the ground.
0: You, you feel a tap on your shoulder and suddenly he's behind you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you want to see me do it again?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, no problem whatsoever. You make the circuit. Your senses are completely aware of everything around you.
1: In, where in the um, square longhouse that reaches toward the cliff About how far into it is this trail of smoke?
0: It's a rectangle that runs along the length of the cliff. And the fire is towards the end where Tira and Bash are standing. As you get to the far end of the ruined house and looking back into the ruined area, you can see that most of it is open to the sky above. But at that far end, closer to where the others are standing, there's a bit of roof left that provides a bit of overhang. And uh, that is just is outside closer, of
1: that. Closer to the foot of the tower, or is the tower on yeah, the top? Yeah, closer end? to the foot of the tower. Closer to the foot of the tower. And okay. the tower
0: itself is broken down. Right. Um, you have maybe twenty feet standing. Okay. And then whatever masonry was up above that has long on. since fallen and disappeared.
1: What is the easiest entrance to the place? Is it through the tower? You could step over. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to come back tell them before we step over okay. anything.
0: Okay. Uh, on the other side of the house, I, I presume you're doing a full mm, circuit. Full circuit. Uh, it gets a little diceier because the trees press right up against mm. uh, the ruined foundation. But you're able to weave through it with no issue and no sound. Yeah. Okay. And then you're back with the others.
3: Is the water right at the bottom of the cliff? Yeah. Worst case scenario.
2: <laughs> mm. That's right.
0: As long as the shore there, as long as the water is deep enough. I mean... It looks like
1: there is... Uh, the, the tower is not much. Uh, there's It's pretty much open... Uh, their doors are not really a problem. It's ruined, as, as ruined as one could imagine it being. Uh, they couldn't keep a cow out of that house. Uh, <laughs> there's a little bit of roof left over, and uh, that's where the fire is coming from. Uh, did I see any of the food from my stand?
0: Uh, there were a few things tucked away under the overhang, but if there's food, it's covered. Okay.
1: Someone, in uh, uh, How long does it look like someone has been camping out there if I had to guess
0: the fire pit itself seems to have been used repeatedly for a long period of time the the interior face of all the stones making the ring are covered in soot and ash Um, there are there's a pile of wood there and it looks like the remains of another pile of wood where the ground has been pressed down Um, it looks like somebody has been here for a substantial amount of time
1: Whoever is here is not brand new to the area. We didn't happen upon someone who uh, just found this place. I think we found what looks to be the only fire-making denizen of the place.
2: Did you see him inside?
1: Did I see him inside? No, I did not see him inside. (sighs) I think that we should probably assume uh, friendly, but be ready for anything other Bash starts walking.
2: Tiara still has a hold of your hand, darling. You can't just run off.
1: In this particular case, while I would be perfectly happy taking the front and speaking to whomever it is, I think I'm going to keep up the back just in case.
2: That's probably wise. Because
1: um, if they're going to hit someone, I want them to hit you first.
2: <laughs> Thanks for that. Right, time. I don't have a problem with that. Anyway, all right. Bash, you and I will go first. Do not run in there. If this person has been here for a while, and they are still in there, they may not be expecting company. Why
3: are we so afraid? I don't understand.
1: Because we don't know what it is, and they might fry us in the face with a thing. (laughs)
2: Look at that. What do you see, Hild?
0: Do you see the make of this tower? Look at the stone.
2: turns her eyes to the tower.
0: And Hild is already drifting in that direction. Her hand is outstretched, and as she... Covers said said the distance. There's still a shell of a tower for about oh, 20 feet. Okay. And then the top has just been sheared off and oh. lost over time. Or fallen in, either way. Yeah.
2: When Tira turns her eyes to the tower as Hild approaches it, what is her initial reaction?
0: Your dwarven craftsmanship mm-hmm. sense shows that this was well constructed, and that's where she seems to be going. In fact, as she gets into the shadow of the tower, her hand reaches out. And she runs her hand appreciatively along the joins of the stone.
2: Without really thinking about it, Tira drops Bash's hand and joins Hild at the base of the tower. Uh, Upon closer inspection, what can I notice?
0: The stone is white and almost creamy. It's not glossy, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's a fine texture to it. And as you run your hand like Hild from one stone to another, there is no variation in the surface. There doesn't seem to be any mortar in between, but it's a tight join, and it's incredible. In fact, the stone itself seems to shine with an inner light.
2: I don't think I've ever seen masonry like this. Well, only one other time. There was a bridge that we crossed way, way back.
0: In the fourth episode. In the fourth episode, yeah. It was almost two weeks ago it was so long.
2: (laughs) The last time I saw anything even remotely like this was back in that, what was it, kind of a, we were walking into a mountain, weren't we? Mm -hmm. was when we passed into that mountain cave, the bridge across, I'd never seen anything like it. It was delicate, but the sturdiest thing I've ever seen. I wonder if this was made by the same People are the same kind of people, and she is now almost transfixed. And memories just flooding of the feel of the of the the soft grit of that bridge under her feet as she took one step out, and then all concern for the bridge's um, what's the word I'm looking integrity for? integrity. Thank you. That was exactly it. All concern for the bridge's integrity just flew away. And I remember she just strode out. Like, Peter and Bash were kind of, like, crawling along. And she's just like, this is awesome. And she just walked across. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing and marvelous to her. And so, like, all of that is just, like, a reel in her mind. And
0: it looks exactly like the same stone. Same kind
2: of stone. Yep.
3: At that point, you hear rapping on the door because one of has gone over <laughs> and he's knocked on the door.
0: Yeah, there's no door on the tower. Okay. Remember,
2: remember he said you could just walk okay, in. Okay, okay. It's all yeah, it, Tira rotted. can easily step over the, mm-hmm. the
0: highest point of the wall into before, the interior.
2: Before he continues, though, is there are, are there markings, embellishments, scroll work, anything like not what we you saw before? Not that you can see. Okay, not Not, not that honest. you can see. Okay. Okay.
3: Bash peeks his head in and he's looking around and he spots...
0: What? You see the campfire. Uh, it appears to be mostly embers at this point. Okay. Do I see any people? No people. You see plenty hmm. of... Well, actually, uh, let's go with a perception check. All of, uh, all of you. And I'll go ahead and get mine in.
2: Nah, probably not.
0: <laughs> so a no I'm going to say no. and a... Oh, Hild is okay.
2: Total of ten.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have a no. Look, lots of footprints. And you see Hild kneeling down by the fire... Looks mod, like mod twenty, okay. Per and both of you see—it looks like one set of footprints moving around in this area. And interestingly, the feet appear to be unshod.
3: Mm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, I think you found your kind. Do 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 you see? <laughs> I don't smell it. Uh, uh, what, 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 do, do I see food, though?
0: You see no signs of food out here in the open area. Now, under the overhang, there's Try. a there's a bit of shadow, mm. and you see some things piled up inside there.
3: Bash looks around at the lake. It's beautiful. And he doesn't want to steal food, but he's really hungry right now. Like, really hungry. Okay. So, um, Bash is going to run back, and he's going to run and jump off of the cliff. He's hes going to spend... Um,
2: You're looking for your wings? Yeah,
3: five sight points. <laughs> and I'm just going to open them up and go a little further over the 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 lake, and then tuck them back and just dive right into the water. Okay.
0: all and three crack feet his it. skull <laughs> on all the three bottom. Womberbash runs, I mean, without any warning whatsoever. He runs, and just when you think he's going to veer one way or the other to run along the length of the house rather than over the cliff, he leaps and goes straight out, and then before he even begins to descend, the wings unfurl from his back, pop open, and he flies forward for a short distance, far enough down below you can see the changes in depth of the water, and when it looks like it's deep enough, you fold your wings in and plummet straight down into the water. There's a shattering sound of water splashing. It feels uncomfortably loud mm-hmm. in this place. Womberbash below the surface of the water, it is deliciously cool.
3: How oh, do I see fish?
0: Maybe in the far distance, you have human vision, and so you're... Well, I'm
3: still, for for an hour at last, the keen senses with my eyes actually allow me to see quite
0: Yeah, way. but the water's rather murky. It's Especially cli- after
2: you disturbed it with your
0: swan dive. Well,
3: I'm sure the murkiness is at the bottom and not at the top surface, so I wouldn't have disturbed
1: mud or anything.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, perception check with advantage.
1: Not that the fish are going to hang oh, with around advantage? right where you splashed. 20.
0: Okay. Yes, there are fish ahead. Yes. <laughs> Whether or not you can get to them is another question entirely.
3: <laughs> I'm going to spend another two side points and I'm going to Don Gills. So I can breathe underwater.
0: Okay, so we have a Winged Guild Bomber Bash. <laughs> <laughs> Now are any of these concentration by taking the
3: bestial form as um as a bonus action you alter your physical up When you use this ability you can choose one or more of the following effects. Uh, each effect is has its own side point count and you can add them together to determine the total yeah, cost. Yeah, but
0: do the wings require you to drop them In or? order
3: to add no. kills. Nope. It's like like I said you, can, you, 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 you you can add all of the characteristics together, it doesn't
0: Are the wings part of that same thing? Yeah. Yeah, bestial form. I'm going to say you have to drop the wings to do it. Okay, Why do
2: you it. want wings in the water anyway, dude?
0: Water wings? you never heard of those? I mean, mantises, <laughs>
3: and, mantises and flying fish use them pretty well. <laughs>
2: mantises?
3: Yeah, manta. Manta rays. Manta rays. Manta rays. Yeah, man- no, what, oh, what are you, are you talking about? <laughs> <A> the <little laughs> mantis? No, no, no. There's a manta ray, and what's the other? Oh, stingray. Stingray. Yeah, manta ray.
0: Yeah. Okay, so Womberbash, you're kicking around under the water, yep. and you can take as much time as you want there. Meanwhile, from up above, as you gasp in horror and then race to the edge, you see two wings come floating to the surface (laughs) of the lake.
2: (laughs) He's dead. They ate him.
0: Okay. But that's where you are. You're up above looking down at the receding ripples of water going out across the surface of the lake.
2: He'll be fine. He's just looking for something to eat. Um, With him out of the way, (laughs) let him do what he's doing down there. We can have a more careful look around you and I. can you tell can I tell or can any of us tell how long it looks like this person's been gone? like how old is the fire?
0: The fire's still going. You it's, said it was embers yeah, embers. Um, it's if the fire was made of three logs, mm-hmm. the person's been gone for the fire itself has probably been burning for a couple hours, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe the person's been gone for 30 minutes or so. okay.
1: Segment's going to go ahead and look in the, the tower. Let me, I'm going to go look inside the tower, um, the, the circle of the tower itself, because where the fire is is kind of a, a has a little bit of a roof left uh-huh. in the house that was beyond the tower. And so there are
0: I, some things under that overhang.
1: There are some things under the overhang. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go look at the things under the overhang before I go inside the tower. Okay. Do you want to check the tower since it's made of stone and you can go stony, touch yeah. the inside of the tower? Yes. Touch all I the rocks will. you want. Okay, then...
0: I got it. Mm-hmm. You go, First. Look, you go look in your dark hole. <laughs> <laughs> First segment, Each according to his ability. Exactly. <laughs> First Sekhmet. Uh, you see several sacks that are stacked, piled in the corner of this building in the deepest part to keep them probably out of the worst of any weather, although it's hard to imagine weather being bad here. There's a sleeping roll against that far wall also. And then uh, you notice a slight gleam where the pillow would be. Mm. And then in front of that, actually at the head of that, resting on a couple of stones to keep it up off the ground, there's a piece of the same white stone of the tower. It's a small stone, maybe the size of a keystone from an arch. And that's really about it. Very humble, Mm. this setup.
1: Is Pillow a stone, huh? Uh,
0: It's it's away from the bed.
1: Okay, away from the bed. Okay, so not on the bed itself.
0: So if you were lying on the bed, it would be maybe a foot or two above your head.
1: Okay. Um, Um... Uh, You said there's a sleeping roll. Are there any signs of, like, uh, you said that there's footprints, but they're all barefoot. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, Are there any weaponry or any kind of, like, armor or anything close by?
0: There's a couple of ropes hanging from the wall. They seem to have been made from plant fiber. Okay. But aside from that, no signs of any kind of weapon. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um,
2: What about the footprints? They were human-looking footprints?
0: They appear to be human, at least human-sized.
2: Mm-hmm. Five toad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sekmet's gonna just put one more log on the fire and kind of keep that going. And, okay. Uh, that's all, because having lived in a place where he had to like sneak from place to place and had his little hidey holes, he respects people's hidey holes.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. People uh, on the land.
1: He knows are, what it's are, like to live rough. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
0: The wood is perfectly dry, and as you put it on, it almost immediately begins to curl at the edges, the bark, and Begins to burn.
2: Alrighty, what do I? So, Tira is now inside the tower looking Mm -hmm. up and around.
0: Yeah, the tower itself was joined to one of the corners of this building Mm -hmm. at one point. And so there's interior access from this building into the shell of the tower. There's some tumbled stone.
2: Did it look like there were stairs going up?
0: There were stairs at one point. Uh, And then you see holes in the interior where there were wooden beams at some point but the wood has long since rotted away and disappeared. So you're left looking up at a circle of the sky. Mm -hmm. Again, it rises unevenly about 10 to 20 feet.
2: Any sign of markings in here?
0: None that you can see.
2: That's not a no. (laughs) So there's Um, no no wording anywhere? So Tira is still thinking back to that, to the to the inner part of that cave, because that had a tower that we had to... Well, that was back at the base. That had the, the stairs that, like, rotated up. Mm-hmm. And then we got to the top, and that's where the bridge was that took us across, correct? But then they got in there, and then she's remembering statues and lots of other... There's no evidence of any adorn, uh, embellishments or adornments, any things that was... Like, what was this tower for? Any sign of what it you know, said, so it looked like there were stairs that went up. No indication in there of like what this building wants. Was it a castle? Was it a fortification for the area? Definitely
0: not a castle or a okay. fortification. It looks, if anything, like it might have been something of a guard post, but only as a kind of like a, a military building on, a, on an installation. Okay. Uh, not hardened against anything. Right. But definitely for a purpose. The main building, the long house part of it, would be good for a row of beds, almost like a barracks room. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the tower would be good elevation, given the height of the cliff, for looking out across the valley in all directions.
2: Where a guardian of a lost city might find himself posted.
0: As you went into the tower, you did notice also that block of stone at the head of the bed roll inside the ruined building. Mm -hmm. Down in the water below... Walmart bass, what are you up to?
3: So um, or down to, I, I caught one good-sized fish okay. about this big, and I came up and I threw it out onto the.
0: Let the record show. The he indicates about three feet yeah. long. Yeah, and then um,
3: <laughs> I went and I got another one. In fisherman's stories, at six feet. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then uh, and I threw that out there. I get out and I take my panabas and I cut uh, the heads off the fish. Yeah. And then I uh, do the the scaling. The, the cut g- the no, I, I leave the I do the cut the gut and pull all the guts out. And then I'm going to take them one by each tail, put them on each shoulder, because these are,
0: these are good 60-pound fish.
3: Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to start heading my way up to the... Uh... You're going to walk around? Yeah. I'm going to walk up there.
0: Okay. As you leave, an opportunistic bird comes along not long after you leave and settles down and begins picking at the guts.
1: <sighs> so there are birds here, too. Well, we, we saw them earlier. Yeah, yeah. So there are mm-hmm. birds. Um, okay, so she's in the tower looking yep. at the white stones.
0: You are at the bedroll. Yeah. Second, that's
1: going to kind of take a, a better look at this gleaming stone that's above where the head of the bed would okay. have been. Mm-hmm. Tira, come take a look at this.
2: What, what, what did you find?
1: I, at first I thought it was a pillow, but it, it's not. It's a, if you look at the bedroll, the, the rock is up here and it's got a, a funny shape like it fits in a like spot. It, like,
2: yeah, it, it's, a, it's a joiner.
1: I'm sure that's the case. Um did you see any uh, anywhere uh, on the interior where this might have come from or did fell I out of? I
2: open notch, you know. The the entire top half of the tower is completely ruined. This this could have come from anywhere, but it seems un is what? it perfect?
0: Uh it is roughly rectangular. Yeah. Um well, not even roughly. It's the edges are nice and crisp. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And as you look at it, there's carved flowing script on the front of it that has been filled in with metal. And so... Didn't you notice
2: the, the script on here?
0: Even in this low light, the metal catches the light from outside. Yeah. And gleams.
2: I forget. I can't read it, can I?
0: Right. Nobody... Yeah. is familiar with this script. And this is the first time I think Sekmet has actually seen yeah, it. I seen it. I, yeah, I haven't seen it.
1: It looked like decoration. I've never seen any link. Lang- I mean, if it's a language that's new to me, I just thought it was a, a scroll work.
0: Also, as you're kneeling down to look at the face of this stone and see all the detail, uh, you notice that the gleaming thing on the bedroll is a coin. It's a golden coin. Mm. and Sekmet, you see that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's much more inclined to see golden coins than he other yeah. <laughs> <is. laughs> Pretty, <laughs> Pretty white rock. face is upon the coin? I'm not, I'm not, sorry, I'm not even there. Okay, so <laughs> without touching it, Sekhmet's going to take one of his knives uh, or daggers and he's going to kind of move it around with not touching it. You said it was, a, it was an obviously gleaming. Yep. Was it also glowing, like unnaturally nope. glowing? just okay, gleaming. Just, just gleaming. Yep. Sekhmet's going to take a look at it. Does it look like our coins as a normal gold coin that we would have?
0: It is larger than any coin you've ever seen. Okay. And it has the same flowing script on the face of it.
1: Okay. Um, can I very carefully flop it over with my dagger? And it does. look at the other side? Yep. Okay, what's on the uh, other More the obverse? of the script,
0: and it looks like a tree of some sort depicted.
1: Whomever these people were, are, there is something here uh, left over from an ancient society. They had their own coinage. Uh, obviously that rock over there demonstrates that they uh, that if this is all the same structure, this might have been built by some people that I'm not familiar with. I can't read these things. Well, the
2: thing I can't understand is how a tower that was fitted together so perfectly could have been ruined in the first place. That bridge mm-hmm. that, we, that we found all those months ago. I don't know what to say, months. A long time ago. Yeah. That bridge we found back at the beginning of this quest was perfect, and I don't know how long it had been there, but there was not a pebble out of place. Not a fleck of dirt.
1: So something here hit the tower besides
0: just age.
2: It, clearly.
0: What is this? Hilt comes in and she kneels down alongside you.
2: I, I don't know. I, you don't recognize it either?
0: This might be the work of elves. The work of what? The work no? of who? <laughs> elves? who? Who's
2: Elves. She thinks it's a name of a person. Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Drop your sword.
0: The Elvish people.
1: Do they live here in the valley?
0: I only ever thought it was fairy tales.
2: Well, I mean, different people live in different lands. We've been encountered many. What would make it so fairy tale-like?
1: Would she remember that the rock up on the cliff with the, with the eagle on it, or the falcon on it, had um, Alphacor, who's the elf friend. Would she remember that? Because she had touched the stone and saw the script up there that uh, said, Alphacor, the elf friend. I would, totally. Maybe she would remember that. <laughs> I mean, this is
2: why it's good that you take notes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sure she would remember that if Bill yeah, started you, talking you, about definitely elves. Would yeah, start, yeah. <laughs> she
2: would totally remember that. And she definitely did remember that, uh, because she remembered that.
1: On Womberbester's
3: trek up, does he notice any life other than animals? Does he come across any one, any person, being? Other than animals like grass? Well, I mean like (laughs) birds, deer, stuff like that. Those are also still animals. Other than, like in other words, a people, a a human. Oh.
0: You do not notice anybody else moving around. Okay, okay. Okay,
2: Uh, so let me go back and incorporate what I remember from last week, because I totally did remember that. Definitely 100% remembered it. Wait. Elvish people what, first of all, what was it we saw it was that you said it was a, a carving of a bird? no,
1: we had the eagle rock upon the thing before we found our little. Like way to go down to the valley. Remember, we mm. went to the very top. We went to the Eagle Rock. Uh, you went up there and touched it. You had your hands all over it and stuff.
2: Oh, the okay. I'm I yeah. like Eagle Rock. What are you talking about? Yeah, when Eagle we when we went cool. up on the, it looked like a thing. And yeah. yeah, it
1: was like earlier. It was like something. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was mentioned that it was Elvish writing. Well, no, well, no. There
3: was well, some. There was say,
2: some
0: other it,
1: it
2: writing, says too. it says something okay. about Elf friend. Al-
1: core the Elf friend. Okay.
0: Hanar builder, Elf friend. Right. Laid this stone for Alvrica.
2: Right, and we were. Because I could read that because it was in their...
0: It was in Dwarven Runes.
2: Yeah, so I could read that. And we were, we were like, Elf Friend, what in the world does Elf Friend mean? All
0: right. I mean, do you remember Wait. it? Wait!
2: Elvish, uh, Elvish people. That, that outcropping that we were on before, it said something about, an, about. Uh, I, I don't remember the name, but it, he was known as Elf Friend. Like, he laid that stone for somebody elf elvish people what what do you know about these tales
0: they are only told to children
2: but what about them
0: that they were a people long ago and that they were a a race unto themselves they they had a great society that disappeared the the stories are only make-believe though
2: but was there anything in those stories that tied them to the research you've done about the Lost City? They seemed to be connected.
0: They would seem to. The writing has always been described as graceful. And this certainly looks like what I imagined.
2: Tira stands up straight and is just looking around. There doesn't seem to be anybody here, though.
1: Well, there was.
2: There's no telling how long before he gets back. Oh.
1: As Bash Whistle. Not that
2: I know of. Okay.
1: I vote we vacate so that we don't look like we are taking his gold. We may lose. Oh, oh, you're the one. (laughs) uh, I would say stuff. Yeah. So, uh, Sekhmet's going to step out of.
2: Sekhmet hides. Uh,
0: Do we have time to
2: get out before this person arrives?
0: It's going to be a race. Sekhmet, you can certainly go ahead and roll to hide. If that's what you're doing, I'm trying oh, to I'm, actually. I'm
1: just trying to step out, of, not hide, but step out of okay, uh, out of his easily space.
0: Done. easily done. You're yeah. now standing Do-do-do-do. out from under the overhang. I'm not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna hide. Just gonna step out. I'm mm-hmm. gonna hold my hands up very innocently. Yeah. I, didn't yeah, touch
2: yeah, I didn't do it.
0: <laughs> I haven't been touching anything. Nope.
2: I did not flip that coin over or look at anything. Tira,
0: wh- what are you going to do?
2: Uh, Tira sees Sekmet quickly retreat, and she she makes to step away, back. I, I'm i trying to picture, how, yeah, if we're on which side, if I can go the same way as him or if we we're facing him, so it doesn't matter. We'll just take a step back.
0: Into the shadow? Deeper?
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, you're
1: going to be in his stuff.
0: He'll yeah. gives you a look um, and then looks over at Sekmet, and it looks, looks like she's torn. Do I hide more mm-hmm. or do I... And so she ends up stepping out into the light okay, with, with you, thump. We're, we're thump, thump. thump. goes against yeah, the wall thump. and all of a sudden does camouflage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he melts into the yeah, stick. Yeah. Dude, I'm so
3: glad I wasn't alive for this part.
0: <laughs> yeah, Thump also steps out. And a very odd-looking figure emerges from the woods and steps into the clearing of the building. That's where we're going to end this episode. God. I don't know if I gave you exploration points last time, so we're going to start with Two exploration points for The Lost Valley. And I'm, well, I'll leave open the Norse battle for character play and other nominations that you might have. But that's a good start.
1: So, two exploration points. Bash
3: mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. is acting completely within character, as irritating as that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Michael's dedication to being chewy, always thinking with a stomach. Yeah. yeah. I think it's worth just, just noting.
0: That's what he I don't does. Know if,
2: well, it depends on if you plan to keep it in or not, but his explanation of why he's doing that.
0: I'll probably it was start- keep part of it, yeah. It was
2: starting to feel to me like he was just turning into a cartoon character who was like a human garbage disposal. So it helps to know that you are, have something in mind for that.
0: Yeah, go ahead and take two.
1: Um, the stone touching thing that she does stone touching was it stone wisdom stone yeah get me
0: use your skills uh, let's go with one for that the stone feeler what is that it's a thing stone, stone st- cunning
1: stone cunning, uh, stone cunning. romancing yeah. Cunning. Yeah. the stone romancing the stone cunning yes not um, stone cutting stone
0: cunning and uh, I think Sekmet doing the uh, the perimeter sweep mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah oh so yeah definitely for that,
2: that character too well yeah uh, and uh, and just a point for all of his incorporating Dimitri and Sekhmet's memories of living in rough and how he kind of knew what to look for. Yeah, in, take another one. In a shelter like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Any other points? Meh. Great. Let's get a recap.
2: Tira is 85 points into level 15.
3: Womber Bash is 90 points into level 15.
1: Sekhmet is 23 points into level 14.
0: Nice. And Thump is 70 points into level 16.
2: Oh, Oh,
1: Thump. little man.
0: Yeah, hopefully this has been a good start to this part of your adventure. And uh, we're building some things here, but uh, we'll see where it all takes us next time right here at Stack of Dice.
2: Uh, Nobody nominated me for remembering the bridge.
1: I knew, I knew what happened That's why I was laughing <laughs> I had to stuff my D20s in my nose Keep them laughing <laughs>